and welcome to Living Proof, the teaching ministry of Joseph Castile. We encourage you to listen to today's message over and over again so that the Word of God will be in your spirit. Be a blessing, share it with your friends, and we pray that you'll be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We also invite you to visit us online at www.anifbeijing.com. Let's take a look here at 1 Corinthians. We're going to, for the sake of time, maybe look at those other covenants later on. But we, we definitely want to look deeper into the Abrahamic covenant. And in the next few weeks, we'll be dealing with the Abrahamic covenant more. But today, I just want to do an overview. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And we'll look at verse 23 through 25. Amen. When you get there, say amen. amen. God made a covenant with Abraham. This covenant with Abraham is a very, very important covenant. It's the covenant with Abraham that brought to pass the, 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 the manifestation of our Savior. Our Lord, Jesus Christ, came through the lineage of Abraham. But it's interesting that when God made the covenant with Abraham, there was a couple of things involved. One, first, it was the blood of Abraham through circumcision. Abraham had to circumcise himself as the token, say token, as the token of his covenant, he had to circumcise himself and he had to shed his own blood because covenant means to cut, to cut or to shed blood. So Abraham had to shed his blood and not only did he, but all of his descendants that would ever enter the covenant with God, they would have to shed their own blood. There had to be some sacrifice on their part. And that's, that, that goes back to the idea of the tithe. To be in covenant with the church means there's sacrifice on your part. He had to sacrifice on his part to come into covenant with God through circumcision. Now, I'd much rather tithe than be circumcised. Hallelujah. <laughs> if I, if I, you had that, I gave you a knife and a, and, a, and, a, and a $100 bill. Which one would you choose? I'd choose the $100. I'll just give you 100 bucks right now. Hallelujah. Keep the knife. Hallelujah. Amen. His token was to, to be circumcised as an adult. You know, both my sons are not circumcised. And I would like to take them to get circumcised because I just want them to be circumcised because I, I believe in circumcision uh, just because I come from a Western context where everyone where they do that is in the hospitals, you know, and I just, that's kind of our, my culture. But I think like, man, he's seven years old now, four years old. I, I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. And here Abraham did it as an adult. And then later on you'll find that, that there was other times in the Bible where, where they had made all the adults to circumcise themselves. I mean, what a sacrifice they had to make to come into covenant with God. Nowadays what we have to do to come into covenant with God is, 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 is nothing as morbid. But it is as powerful. 
Abraham had to shed his own blood. He had to be circumcised. And it's interesting that the, 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 the place where he had to shed his blood, it wasn't the hand, but it was the most sensitive part of his body. Not only the most sensitive part of his body, but it is the place where replication, duplication, where his posterity would come from is the area where he would have to cut that covenant. Meaning that in the area of his, where his covenant was cut, God would bless the fruit of that area. Meaning that his descendants after him would also be in covenant. So they all had to, to be circumcised. They all had to, to shed blood. And so what they would do in the kids on the eighth day, they would have to go in at their born and they would have to be circumcised to come into this covenant with God. But God, he had no flesh and blood. Right? God's a spirit. So how would God come into covenant with Abraham if God doesn't have any blood to shed. He couldn't, right? So what God did is he you see, the reason why we don't see the miracle power of God is because our belief system is not lined up with the word of God's belief system. But when we begin to line up our belief system with the word of God, then we begin to see the miraculous. Amen. Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Supernatural Healing CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to fight for your healing, when is God's timing for a miracle, is it God's will to heal everyone? This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. Said, for my sake, go get these animals, cut these animals, shed their blood, and these animals will represent. A, 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 like a down payment or a type of my portion of the blood to be mixed with your blood. So he had to now take these animals and shed these animals' blood. Why do you think Satanists, witches, shamans, and African tribal elders use blood? Because the spirits that they worship and work with They don't have flesh and blood. But blood is required to ratify covenants. So the spirits, just like God's spirit, those demon spirits also will then use a chicken, a pig, use some other animal blood to represent the blood of the invisible spirit in the mixing of the covenant. Do you understand that? That's why the witches do it now. And this is the same reason why God did it. Because God who was invisible and spiritual had to express a blood sacrifice of his own to come into covenant with Abraham. So we, 
you begin to look in Genesis and you could see the ceremony and we'll actually go through the ceremony with you guys later on where Abraham takes this blood and he cuts the blood and he walks through the blood and he ratifies this covenant. Now this blood that was given on credit will later on be brought into the Mosaic law and, and be brought into the, the, the practices of the temple and they would begin to have to now uh, institute certain sacrifices to cover the sins, say cover, to cover the sins of the people because to walk in covenant with God, he says, be thou perfect. So part of the covenant was to walk before the Lord righteously. But we understand that as they had a fallen nature, they couldn't do that. Am I right? So God had to institute some way to keep them in the covenant. Because they are covenant breakers by nature. So some way to keep them in the covenant, he had to come up with a a way to remove the sin. And he came up with blood sacrifices and a scapegoat. And and, and a scapegoat was a goat that they would take. And they would put all the sins of the land and they would lay their hands on the goat and they release the sins into the goat. And then the goat would be released off into the wilderness and that was what, where the term scapegoat came from. So the sins would be transferred from the people to the goat and then it would be sent off. And all these things were meant to kind of cover the sins. But we have to understand in the Old Testament, it was only a covering. It could never really send away. It couldn't cleanse. It could only cover. Because it is not really the blood of God, number one. Number two, it's not pure, innocent blood. And number three, it's not the blood of a, of a human. It's the blood of animals. And it would really require pure human blood to wash away the sin of a, of, of a pure human that sinned. Which, of course, we understand that's Adam. Am I right? So we see here, 1 Corinthians Chapter 11, verse 23 through 25. Let's take a look here. Amen. For I have received the Lord, that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. You see, the reason why we don't see the miracle power of God is because our belief system is not lined up with the word of God's belief system. But when we begin to line up our belief system with the word of God, then we begin to see the miraculous. Amen. Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Supernatural Healing CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to fight for your healing, when is God's timing for a miracle, is it God's will to heal everyone? This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. 
this do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he also took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. Amen. This was the new covenant. Take a look here at Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 9. And let's take a look at verse 25 and 26. For the sake of time, I'm trying to cut this. I want to try and close it, but I'm I'm, I'm about halfway through. So I want to just give you the most important things and we'll continue later on. But Hebrews chapter 9, verse 21 through 23 says this. Moreover, he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the vessels. Excuse me, I said 25 to 26, right? Let's look at 25 to 26 first, then we'll look at 21 later on. 25 through 26. Nor yet he, that he should offer himself often as the high priest entered into the holy place every year with blood of others. So every year the priest would bring the blood of others, other animals, other animals, other animals. Every year, year by year, year by year. He would have to do that because the blood of the animals could only cover. He couldn't deal with once and for all. Verse 26. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now, once in the end of the world, hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Isn't that interesting? So Jesus, with the sacrifice of himself, now was able to bring God's part of the covenant. You see that? When Abraham's covenant God was missing his own blood. So he had to use a substitute. But now the plan was to use that covenant as a temporary to bring the Messiah so the Messiah could become God in the flesh so God could actually bring what he always intended to bring was to bring his own blood to the table. That was the intention of it all, to bring his own blood. So now the first covenant was with Abraham and Jehovah. This this covenant was with Jesus and Jehovah. But this covenant is with Jesus, God in the flesh. So this covenant was with the Son of Man, Jesus, and the Father, Jehovah. So God working on both sides, the Alpha and the Omega, to will and to do his good plan. God working on both sides, coming as the man, to live as the man, to be a man, to, to, to carry the blood, but also not only to carry the, 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 not only to be a vessel to carry the blood, reminds me of those spy movies when they've got to bring in, they got to sneak something across the border. Jesus was coming in to sneak in the blood of God to the earth, but not only was he, he had the assignment to sneak in God's blood for the covenant, but then he also had another assignment to, 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 to as man, 
stand on man's behalf to enter the covenant. So Jesus stood as man on man's behalf because this covenant that we have now is between God and man. But who's the man that swore it? Jesus. So Jesus not only snuck in the blood of God, but he also stood as your brother. That's why the Bible says you're the first, he's the firstborn among many brethren. He's also your elder brother. So he's now not only God in the flesh and God and smuggling in God's blood, but now Jesus is also your brother, your kinsman, your flesh and blood human brother, and going before you, smuggling the blood of God himself to enter into the covenant that needed to be entered into to forgive all humanity. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that powerful? Is anybody understanding this? Buy the DVD, hallelujah. <laughs> Listen to it again. Take a look here. That's one mystery I just given you. Look at another one. Hebrews chapter 9. 21 to 23, another mystery. Moreover, Jesus sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry. And almost all things are by the law purged with blood. And without shedding of blood, there is no remission. It was therefore necessary that the patterns of things in the heavens should be purified with these. But the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. So Jesus had to go into heaven after he died and take his blood and cleanse the heavenly utensils, the heavenly mercy seat, the heavenly temple. Jesus had to cleanse with his blood the heavenly things, the heavenly See, let me just explain this to you real quick. The tabernacle on earth was just a physical building of what is something that really exists in heaven. The mercy seat is a physical gold thing that they made with their hands that represents a real mercy seat that's actually in heaven. And the shedding of the the pigeons and the goats and the lambs and covering that was like a credit or a type of what really needed to be done, which was they needed to be have a cleansing in heaven. So when Jesus died, he had to go into heaven and he had to cleanse that which was defiled in heaven. So the second mystery I want to reveal to you today is that Adam's sin had not only defiled earth, but Adam's sin defiled heaven. How could Adam's sin defile heaven? This is something I want you to think about. How could what Adam did on earth defile the throne of God, defile the the heavenly temple, the mercy seat of God in heaven? Have you ever thought about that? What he did in the flesh here 
defiled the very temple in heaven. How is that possible? Isn't that interesting? Well, number one, you need to realize that your life on earth is not one-dimensional. That your life on earth is an extension of heaven, number one. Number two, you have to realize that you are the second highest creature in authority in the multiverse under God. So there's the Trinity, God the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and then the second highest power and authority in the world, in the universe, is man. So Adam was the greatest creation that God has ever made. Turn to your neighbor and say, hello, Adam. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about your daddy, your grandpa. Amen. You, you, you understand you're over the angels. You'll judge the angels. So even though you're limited in, your, in this flesh, in your uh, powers, but your position is right under the Godhead. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the, the highest, second highest in the universe, human beings. Adam, God's sons. So this is why Adam's sin even defiled heaven. Because Adam is the, is, is, the one, is the highest ranking being in the universe. Even though his, in that flesh body he was confined to the earth. What you live on this earth is affecting the spirit realm. And Adam's sin had defiled heaven. Not just earth, not just him, not just his kids or his wife. We always think that our sin just, you know, oh, I ain't hurt nobody but myself. You don't know you're stinking up heaven. Isn't that something? His sins defiled heaven. This is why, watch this. Remember when Jesus rose from the dead and, and the disciples saw him and they wanted to touch him? He said, don't touch me. I have not yet arisen to my father. Remember he said that? But then you go a couple pages later and he's like, oh, put your finger into my side and put your finger into my hands. What happened from the time when he said, don't touch me, I have not arisen to the father, and the time where he said, touch me, put your finger here, put your finger here, what happened? Between that space of time, he already went to heaven cleansed the heavenly utensils and then came back down to go meet Thomas in that room and breathe into him the Holy Spirit. So between that space of time, Jesus had ascended into heaven and took his blood and sprinkled the mercy seat and cleansed the heavenly utensils. Do you see that? And now heaven has been purged and purified. Jesus ratifying this new covenant as your brother by smuggling in the blood of God that Abraham didn't even have access to. That's why you have a better covenant in Jesus Christ. Amen. Now there's a lot more to say. 
because this is a very deep subject. But, hallelujah. The first sin covered on credit. We're going to close here and have communion. But the first sin was covered by the blood of bulls and goats and sheeps and pigeons and stuff on credit. How is that possible? My second question to you is, how is that possible? How is it possible for animals' bloods to cover sins? How is that possible? Because the only thing that could really cover sin is the blood of God, the, 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 well, the, the perfect blood of, of, of a man that lived innocent and pure. And only Jesus could do that and carry that blood. So how did they enter into a covenant that God would back under the bloods of animals? How, how is that possible? It's only possible once you begin to understand that faith takes you First of all, you have to understand that time is a substance. Matter of fact, if I take a clock, a watch here, and I look at the time, and then I take it up into the top of the Empire State Building, time moves at a different speed. You see, the reason why we don't see the miracle power of God is because our belief system is not lined up with the Word of God's belief system. But when we begin to line up our belief system with the Word of God, then we begin to see the miraculous. Amen? Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Supernatural Healing CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to fight for your healing, when is God's timing for a miracle, is it God's will to heal everyone? This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. The higher up you go. Because time is a substance. Time is a created substance. And in the kingdom, there is no time. So faith gives you access into the kingdom. It gives you access into the spirit world where there is no time. So they would use this blood, substitute blood, as a, as a, as a, point of contact as a place of faith to put their faith in but through faith they were accessing a time in the future and receiving the benefit of something that would take place in the future even though it has not happened yet you see in faith you can move back and forth in time in faith We can move back into time. We can move back into a time that you were betrayed. In faith, we could pray. And in faith, and we could go back there in Jesus' name and forgive that person and heal that wound. We could go reverse time in faith. 
We can go to crimes that were committed centuries ago and have communion and pray and intercede and repent and heal spiritual wounds, close spiritual windows of things that took place 2,000 years ago because in faith, because faith brings you into the spirit realm and in the spirit realm, there is no time. So you can heal wounds of things in the past and you can see things in the future and partake of things in the future such as the blood that would be shed of Jesus even though it hasn't been shed yet. See, once you understand this, I started praying right away. Shakalamasa. I pray for my jet that I'm going to have one day. I command it to come next week in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Or whatever you're praying for. Once you understand that in faith you can access things in the past or the present, or the future, and address them. Because faith brings you beyond the realm of time. We're not constrained by time in faith. In the flesh we are. But in faith you're not limited to the constraints of time. Do you understand this? You can move and heal wounds. You can, you can heal relationships in the spirit realm with, of problems that happened in, in, in the spirit. Because in, through faith, you can access the spirit realm. Hallelujah. And in the kingdom of God, time is under God's feet. Hallelujah. He's above time, beyond time, before time. Amen. Amen. So they were able to use this blood as a, as a point of contact to receive on credit what would happen in the future. Isn't that something? Hallelujah. This is very powerful. It says, many get sick and die early, taking the Lord's covenant, but not discerning it's his body. In other words, some people die of sickness and illness, and their lives are cut short when it could have been healed. They could have been delivered. They could have received a miracle, but they didn't understand that they were taking the healing blood of Jesus, the covenant body of Jesus that was broken for their miracle. And because they didn't discern that, they didn't get the benefits of everything that Jesus paid for them to have in this covenant. We didn't have time today to explain to you all the benefits in this covenant. What are the assets that Jehovah has brought to you? And we definitely did not have the time to talk about what assets you have to bring to Jehovah. But today, you know a little bit more about covenant than you've had before. And as we go on over the next few weeks, you're going to learn more and more. And as this truth gets richer in your life, and stronger in your life, it will definitely transform everything that you do. All right, guys. So let's let's settle down some. We need you to sing this song with us. Listen up. Listen up. Start before the beginning of time. 
So oh. 
the Lord. I trust you are blessed and encouraged. We have more on this series coming to you next week. So tune in next week and catch the broadcast. Make sure you call and send in a donation. Send in a seed. Support this ministry if it's blessed you in any way. If you think it will bless and encourage others, your financial support is very important. If you go to our website, nfbeijing.com, forward slash store you could get some of our ministry products cds and we'll be offering the dvds of all these sermons coming soon so go visit us online like us on facebook add our youtube channel where you're going to get a bunch of bonus materials everything that you don't see on the show you're going to get that on the youtube channel and of church at youtube and be blessed and encouraged we love you we want to encourage you to re-dig the wells of our fathers and also dig new wells for what god's going to do in our generation 